are now listening to Lower Road Radio. Hey, welcome one and all to the number one podcast, Winter, Spring, and Fall. Talking sports for the thrill of it all. Hey, talking life, but we're killing it all. Jason and Dan with the master plan. These are dangerous men with the mic in the hand. Huh? Four to five winners everywhere that we go. You're a part of the team. Lower Road Radio. Dad life, good life, bright lights in sight. All right. What? Dad life, good life, bright lights in sight. All right. Yeah. Dad life, good life, bright lights in sight. All right. What? Four to five winners everywhere that we go. You're a part of the team. Lower Road Radio. Let's get it. What? Okay, that's good. Don't move from that position. Okay, I'm watching you. You want me to talk again? No. Oh. I prefer you never did. Well, it's kind of hard. The co-host of an international At Tanagra, when the walls fell, this is Dan coming at you another time for Lauer Road Radio with my co-host, as always, Jason. How are you doing today? 211. 211. The 211. You got the two followed by the twin ones. <laughs> I, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I don't know. I'm just trying to find I'm approaching ways. the weight I was when I got married. Really? I'm getting Would, close. Yeah. How My wife you? has never seen me under 200 pounds. <laughs> I'm hoping that happens. Sure, yeah. I'm on my way to making it happen. Right. Now, we do have a friend who... Um, annoys me a little bit when he talks about keto. Okay. Because his starting weight was like 180. Oh, it's A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron, yeah. A.A. Yeah. Ron was all about the keto life when he heard us talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Which, it's a great lifestyle. Uh-huh, sure. And um, unfortunately, his starting weight is my end goal. Yeah. And um, well, I don't think I told you this, but like, I think, I think the reason that he started keto was because of me. Because we were talking and, and, and he was asking me how much weight I lost. I was telling him, he's, you know, he's like, yeah, that's really good, you know. And, uh, and he said, what's your target? Like, what do you – and I said, I, I said, I'd love to get to 180. You know, that's, yeah. that's what I'd love. And, he, and there was just a pause and he looked at me. He's like, that's what I weigh. <laughs> <laughs> and I think something went through his brain which said, I can't weigh as much as Dan weighs. Like, I don't want to live in a world where Dan and I weigh the same amount. Listen, I so agree with I him. Need- <laughs> So I need to get on this keto thing immediately and yeah. drop as much weight as possible. So well, I mean, he's—I think he's lost ten pounds, and he yeah. didn't have the weight to lose to begin with. Yeah, but it's like my stomach's flatter than it's ever been. He's like, like, I got a six pack. I haven't even worked out. Yeah, I haven't had a six pack since I was seven years old. So, um, yeah, it's—it's definitely. So Davy C sent me a text uh-huh. two or three days ago, maybe a week ago, and he said, "Hey, you know, I'd like to try this. Um, could you send me some of the information you're looking at?" Right. And um, I said, yeah, I'll do it tonight. I'm really busy today. Mm-hmm. Haven't done it yet. Oh, no. So, sorry, Dave. Dave. Um, it's on its way. I just Meanwhile, really Dave's, busy. Yeah, Dave's busy, too, and he's making theme songs for us. Dadvice theme, maybe, in the works. I don't know. That's what I'm, I hear. I'm still waiting for Poopcast. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you can put that on the shelf. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> it's probably never going to be used, and it would be a waste of your time. Yeah, having said that, it would be a great. <laughs> I would listen to it. I still listen to the theme song. Like I'll drive down the road, <laughs> put it on repeat. <laughs> it's true. I know. I love it. It's it's listen, officially my favorite song. It's great. It's great. It's great. But I don't. I just. I don't. 
when he first sent it to me, yeah, I listened into the car a few times, you know, just excitedly like, oh my gosh, this is so good. But at the end of the day, it's like a 30 second song, you know? So, yeah. So, I mean, that leaves time for like 822 times throughout the day that I could listen to it. Right. Yeah. You had a theory that if you just, li- <laughs> just put that on repeat. Yeah. Our, that podcast episode, because we have a podcast episode that's just the theme song. Right. And, and you had a theory that, <laughs> that, that our numbers would go through the roof. That, it didn't work. <laughs> I'm like, I just wasted an entire day listening to the theme song over and over and over. You could have just. I know. thought for sure. I thought for sure <laughs> that it would register those numbers, but apparently it doesn't. So. Apparently not. Apparently. But listen, it wasn't a waste of a day. <laughs> it wasn't. No. And I, I'm still trying to learn all the words. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. You still don't know the words. You're not good at that. I, that's, of all the things that separate you and I, uh-huh. that's the one thing that I feel like separates us the most. Sure. You could listen to a theme song, a, a show on the, you know, a TV theme song or a, a radio song, yeah. anything. Uh-huh. Within one or two times of listening to it, you'll know the entire thing beginning to end. I, it's a gift. There are songs I've listened to my entire <laughs> life, and I still don't know the words. Yeah. I, I wonder why that is. Something know. in my brain just doesn't work that way. M- but movies, I'm a great movie quoter. Yeah. Like, uh, Star Wars Episode One. Mm-hmm. I can go the first 20 minutes and quote almost every line. Right. Yeah. And... Part of it's a repetition of I, I used to watch that every night before I went to sleep. Sure, you do that. Um, you know, by the time Jar Jar Binks gets around, I'm ready to go to sleep. What's the movie in your life that you feel like you came the closest to quoting every line of? Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was really, really close. For me, it's easy. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh line. yeah, come on. I think we had a point where we had every line down. Yeah, I you, think that is. I mean, that's our. 10 year old self because sure you know in the summertime you're going all summer long we didn't have cable tv no we had a va a vcr yeah we had a vcr and and we had teenage mutant ninja turtles on vhs yeah so that's what we watched and when it was over we rewound it and we watched the pizza hut commercial again and then yeah i mean that's what we did yeah when we were kids um we used to so there's three siblings you myself and our sister amy's been on the show yes um she was on it last week, I think. she Maybe two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, she yeah. called in. Uh, not on purpose. No. But um, God, God, love her. God, God, <laughs> God loves Amy very sure. much. Yeah. And we uh, do, too. Uh-huh. Of course. So we used to, um, in the summertime, like life changes in the summer. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It just, when you're a kid, summer life is just completely different than mm. real life, which yeah. is school life, right? I still remember the last five minutes of school. Like before summer, just looking at the clock, all my stuff is packed up. Oh yeah, I'm, you know I'm ready to go. Just watching that clock go down five minutes, it's the greatest feeling in the world. I've never had. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's it's up there. Yeah, it's on the Mount Rushmore of good times. Sure, in my life. Right. Yeah. Right. The last five minutes of school. Uh huh. Um. So we lived out in the country, no neighbors, nowhere to go, miles from the closest town. Yeah. We had a VCR. Yeah. So we would play stupid games that we made up. Yeah. Like I remember laying down on the ground with pillows and throwing them up in the air and seeing how close to the ceiling we could get without sure. touching the ceiling. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we would do that for like hours at a time. Right. Yeah. 
And now that I think about that, I haven't thought about that in a long time. If my kids, if I walked downstairs and I saw Gideon and Harrison and Gus yeah. throwing pillows up in the air, seeing how close it, guys, stop! What are Knock you doing? It off. Yeah, you're going to break something. What are take, you doing? Take the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> See how far the iPad you can get close to the ceiling. <laughs> Come on. Jeez. What are you doing? Why are you using pillows? <laughs> Jeez, that's easy. Anybody can do that. So, anyways, we didn't. We, I mean, we didn't have a summer life other than w- the life that we made up, mm-hmm. and we watch VHS tapes. And so, I just remember the big thing was there's three of us. You know, we're all eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve years old, whatever, and we had to decide what order of tapes we're going to watch. Right. We all pick one. We'd all pick one. Right. And we would uh, play different games to determine who would watch what tape and when. Right. And you would th- obviously rig the system every time so well, that you could win. My favorite uh-huh. was we would all hide a videotape somewhere in the house. Yeah. Then we would look for the other videotapes. Uh-huh. And determining upon the order that we picked, that we found the tapes yeah. is the order we would watch them. Right. So I think the, the goal was, if I remember right, the first tape found was the last one watched. Right. Yeah, exactly. So you'd want to hide it really, really good. Sure, yeah. And um, that was always a fun game. I liked that game. That you was know, a good one. You know what I always loved was the thing where we would, uh, where we would get all set up for the day or whatever, you know. Um, like we would have the order of tapes or, or what was ever on TV or something like that. And we would do the thing, who can stay in their seat the longest? And so you would get like chips Well, and I think drinks. what we did was we, the room. You had to stay in this room the longest. Oh, I remember staying in your seat because I remember like getting all the stuff that I would need. Like I would have like my Etch-A-Sketch and like a, a drink and like <laughs> some like chips or something like that. Like yeah. I'm good all day, yeah. you know, like I'm good. And uh, I don't you, remember you, how you lost. Oh, was, uh, five minutes. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm gone. I just yeah. But the excitement of doing it was always. Very, I think Amy and I were really good at that game. Yeah, Amy. Amy's yeah was the you know, the master of that game. I mean, she never left her room if she could help it. So yeah, yeah. I think about that game, and I wish my kids played that game now. Yeah, sure. Like, just, I remember it being there. very exciting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. ooh, this is. But like, obviously, being very bad at it because I was a rather hyperactive kid. Yeah. All right, so let's just jump into Dadvice because we're talking about the summertime, all this kind of stuff. So we started this new segment called Dadvice. And uh, and every week we're going to bring up a a subject, a topic. We've talked about vegetables. We've talked about other things. I don't remember everything. But uh, this week we're going to talk about summertime. So both of our our sets of kids are out of school for the summer. And um, everything changes in the summertime. Oh, yeah. And as a parent, you have to maintain some form of control. I mean, they can't stay up till three in the morning and sleep until noon every day, right? You still want them to, to do some things. You want them to clean the house. You want them to read. You want them to, you know. So what's, how do you handle summertime? Is it just Lord of the Flies, absolute chaos, <laughs> in my, inmates running the asylum, you know, do you keep the same regimen that you kept during? It's a the- hybrid of the two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we've extended bedtime by half an hour. So they feel like they're getting away with something. Sure. It's like, oh, we get to stay up. Right. It's a half an hour. Um, so that's okay. I, I'm okay with that. And I honestly, I wouldn't mind if they stayed up later. Yeah. But they drive me crazy. Sure. Like at a certain point, it's like, guys. Like yeah. for your own safety, for my own sanity. Yeah. I need you to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And 
listen, I don't care. Stay up all night in your room. I right. really don't care, but yeah. you have to go lay down. Yeah. So I'm okay. If they want to watch TV in their room and stay up till midnight watching TV, I, I'm okay with that. It is summertime. Sure. But you can't be – the problem is when they're downstairs, they're not really watching TV. Right. They're doing other things and running around being stupid. If we could sit down and watch a movie yeah. from 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock and then they could go to bed, I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know? We, we really don't have that much activity. I mean, our, our evenings are booked with baseball and soccer and everything else, but right. there's really not that much activity early in the day. Right. So if they sleep in until 9, 10, 11, that's probably encouraged in our house. Okay. It's like, guys, then everybody sleeps in. Sure. It's fine. Just yeah. stay in your bed. Yeah. You don't have to get up. Right. We don't have anywhere to go. Yeah. So here's, here's what we do. Uh, first of all, they've been staying up later than we have. Like... I just go to bed. I'm like, shut everything off when you go to sleep. <laughs> um, do, okay, first of all, do they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that would not happen in my house. <laughs> I mean, I make sure everything's locked, yeah. um, but, uh, but shut everything off when you go to sleep, and, uh, and I'll just go to sleep. But, uh, but during the daytime, uh, at some point, I am going to wake you up, you know, and uh, so our rule is there are a list of things that you have to do before you get to do anything you want to do. So you're not going to pull out the, the iPad or the phone or turn on TV or play the Xbox or do any of the other stuff that you want to do until you – and then we have a list of things. Like the right. room has to be clean. They have to have read for an hour. They have to have had breakfast, made their bed. You know, There's like four or five things that Jeez, once you do – <laughs> Once you do all these things – then you're free to have fun and do whatever you want to do. But if you don't get those things done first, then you're not going to you know, do anything else. So that's how we maintain. We give them the nighttime fun and they have fun at night. But we, I figure if I wake them up in the morning and if I make them go you know, during the day and Levi mows the lawn and I'll have the girls pull weeds or you know, pick up dog poop or something like that, you know, if we're always giving them stuff to do all day and keeping them very busy, at night they're not actually going to want to stay up so late. So they kind of run their own bedtime Unless I know we're going to wake up in the morning for, like, if it's Saturday night, we're going to go to church the next day, something like that. But uh, other than that, it's, if, for me, it's about making their daytime more regimented. And if I can do that, then I feel like the nighttime takes care of itself. Now, I have figured out a little trick that works on my boys as far as cleaning. So Fortnite in our house is on 24-7. Sure. And if, for, if it's not Fortnite, it's Minecraft. Right. Um, so, you know, Minecraft, they can all play at the same time. It's a little split-screen four-player. Yeah. But Fortcraft, Fortnite is one— Wait a minute. You just created an awesome game Fortcraft. that could take off. Like, why are we not making this? Actually, Fortnite is Minecraft and, like, Halo, a hybrid. Or Call of Duty, it's a hybrid. Okay, Mine Night. Yeah, well, um, anyways. We were—side note, you yeah. do have Fortnite on all the time. The other yeah. day, Levi— Wanted to buy a game on X, on his Xbox, so I had to go help him, like you know, with like the purchasing of it and everything. Right. And while I just for for the five minutes that I was on, <laughs> we got seven invites to play Fortnite from you from your uh, my you house know, your your house. Yeah. You know, at one point, I just told Levi, I'm like, I don't know. Just tell them to stop. <laughs> Whatever you have to do. Tell them to stop because it kept on like interrupting. Like I was trying to like enter in like yeah. the credit card number, and it kept on like popping up and interrupting <laughs> it, and I had to back out. I was like, <laughs> it was so obnoxious. So I might block you on Xbox. 
hey, whatever it takes. <laughs> that continues because it was nonstop. Well, the problem is you've cracked that door open. Yeah. Because the other day, Levi played Fortnite with Gideon. Yeah, he told me he did. Yeah. For like, I don't know, like two or three games. It yeah. wasn't a lot. Yeah. But Gideon lost his mind. That yeah. was like the greatest thing ever. Right. He's yeah. playing with his older cousin. He's playing yeah. Fortnite. It was. Yeah. Um, so Fortnite is on 24-7 in our house. Yeah. And when the kids go to bed, I turn it on. Sure. I love it. It's a great game. My kids love it. It's fun. But it's a one-player game. Right. So here's what we do. The other day, there was probably 10 loads of laundry that needed to be put away. Uh-huh. I mean, a lot of laundry. It that's just kind of... That's a lot of laundry. There's clean laundry. It just started piling up. Sure. It's like it's got to go in the rooms, but nobody would ever want to do it. So in the past, what I've done is I said, okay, nobody plays video games until the house is cleaned, or nobody plays video games until all the laundry is put away. Well, what happens is Harrison... And sometimes Gus, they're, they do all the work. Right. And Teddy and Gideon just sit there and they pout because they don't right. want to work. Sure. But then when it's all done, then everybody plays. Then they enjoy the spoils of... That's right. Yeah. They completely mooch off their older brothers. Right. So what I started doing is I said, one person is playing Fortnite. And if you're not playing Fortnite, you have to do something. Right. And if you don't do something and it comes your turn... Then you skip then your you turn. Then you skip your turn. Right. And that actually encourages them to work. Okay. So what we do in our house every day, we either say oldest to youngest or youngest to oldest. And okay. that's the order. And there's no messing it up. Okay. So if it's your turn and you haven't done what you needed to do during that time, we mm-hmm. skip your turn. Yeah. And it comes back around. And if you haven't done it again, we'll skip your turn. It encourages them to work. Sure. During their time of, you know, not playing. It's kind of like how like a drug dealer will like give just a little bit of drugs to the person that he has yeah. selling it. Yeah. You know, just to keep him motivated enough it's the to hook. keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever uh do you ever wonder or worry about your kids being addicted to video games? Oh, I'm sure that they are. <laughs> One of the other beauties any- about Fortnite though is it's like it if you last, if you survive, mm-hmm. it's almost a twenty minute game. Yeah. So if all five kids are playing, they're only playing once an hour. Sure. But, and then they're off for the whole time versus there are, some, ki- there are some kids. Yeah, that's true. They stay on 24-7 the entire yeah. time themselves. Here, here's some more dad advice. Every once in a while, I will just randomly walk into the house and I'll tell the kids, no video games today. Or what? I'll just say, You're no, horrible I'll just say no video games. I'm, I'm, sometimes I'll just say for the week. You know what? No video games this week. We're just going to take it off. We're going to find other stuff to do. You know, go outside. And it's random. They never know what's going to happen because I don't want them. Because I see my son's friends, and they are so obsessed with video games. They're not good at anything. They're in the band, and they stink in band. They're on the soccer team, and they stink at soccer. They're, They're not getting good grades. They're just so... You see them in public, and they're just sunken eyes... Just all they want to do is get back to playing video games. Like anytime they're anywhere out in public, all they want to do is because there's like some sort of addictive nature to video games. I actually read that the part of your brain that uh, when they like uh, study the brain and they, they, they uh, I don't know, do like a scan of it or whatever, the part of the brain that gets activated by um, cocaine is the same part of the brain that gets activated when you play video games. I believe it. And so um, and so, I so much don't want that, that every once in a while I'll just say, no video games this week. Yeah, well, my life evolves around getting home to play Fortnite. <laughs> so, um, 
you know, so for you, it's it would be hypocritical. It would be very hypocritical. <laughs> Having said that, though, I feel like we're very balanced. Sure. Like today, they're going to all go to the pool. Mm-hmm. We've got a pass to the pool, and they're all going to go swim. Yeah. So if they play an hour, two hours of video games this morning before they mm-hmm. go to the pool, that's okay. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Right. You know, we have a pass to the zoo. They can we go create to the zoo. a Fortnite situation in the grounds of the pool. You know what I mean? Like everybody starts at a different area. You know, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, we used to call it tag, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's my kids are balanced. Sure, you know, yeah, I mean, no, I, I never pull the card, the no video game card. Mm-hmm. We just do something. I mean, sometimes I do it as a punishment. Sometimes I do it just because, though, <laughs> just because I can. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, that's dead vice of the week. Uh, summertime. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just getting through it. Listen, it's a give and take. Yeah, it's a give and take. You you got to give a little bit, mm-hmm. but you can't yeah. let them take the whole thing. Right. And you, we don't want to have those kids that are like so like like the, the gymnastic parents or the, oh, you know, like they, I, I don't want they that. They drive their kids. You know, right. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't need that. Summertime should be fun. But my daughter, my youngest, Abby, <laughs> somehow she's a... She has attached this year something to summertime that's like she just feels like she can get away with anything, you know. Like, and and she she, she doesn't know. Like yesterday, Erica said tomorrow is about cleaning the house. You're like we're all gonna like really deep clean the house tomorrow. Yeah. And Abby Abby looks at her and just honestly, she's like, "But it's summertime." <laughs> like, and I was like, "Well, we have to clean that house during summertime. We can't live in a mess, you know." She's like. But it's summertime. <laughs> and last night when dinner is over, she yeah. doesn't even ask. She doesn't like inquire. She just gets up, goes to the kitchen, gets a giant bowl, pulls the <laughs> ice cream out of the freezer, and just starts scooping just giant chunks of ice cream in the bowl. And I'm like, Abby, what are you doing? And she looks at me. She's like, it's summertime. <laughs> that doesn't mean that you can go into like you know a sugar coma from all yeah. of that ice cream. Put half of it back. So I don't know. So she's really, you know, soaking up the summertime. That would never fly in our house. Yeah. You would never just go get ice cream by yourself. Well, it's never happened. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it's the first time it's happened. Like normally she says, could I get some ice cream? And I'll say, yeah, one scoop or two scoops or whatever, you know. She didn't even bother to ask. In her mind. But there was nothing wrong with what she she was. it's summertime. She wasn't trying to get away with anything. (laughs) She wasn't, you know what I mean, doing it like deceptively. It was right in front of us. Yeah. And in her mind, there was nothing wrong with what she was doing. And then when I called her on it, she looked at me as if she were confused. <laughs> like, yeah, Dad, like, it's summertime. Dad, I don't understand. It's summertime. No, we don't have any of that stuff in our house anymore because of the keto. Yeah. Like, we, we just don't have it. And so my daughter has been writing notes, like mm-hmm. random notes, like on the refrigerator or just yeah. random places throughout the kitchen. Yeah. Like the other day, she wrote a little note on a little thing right beside the refrigerator. It says, food is really good. <laughs> Because she's constant, like, we don't have anything to eat. Yeah. We have tons of stuff to eat. Yeah. Our house is filled with food. Sure. Except not the food that they're used to. Right. The, yeah. the sugar cereal. Yeah. Like Lucky Charms and the marshmallows and all this other stuff. Yeah. Like, we have Cheerios. Right. We have, like, rice checks cereal. Yeah. Like, these are foods that are acceptable to eat. Now, I'm not going to eat them. Sure. You know, they're I'm getting away from friendly. the grains. Yeah. You know, the carbs and stuff, but... You know, my kids, it's okay for them to eat Cheerios. Sure. You know, and... Uh, well, she's probably enjoying right now, because she spent the night at our house last night. Uh, did she dig Michaela. into your food? Um, 
Yeah, well, I think so. And I know this morning they're probably eating like Cocoa Krispies or something like that. So yeah, we don't do that. She's probably enjoying that. I mean, the kids have, are eating way less, but I mean, I never felt like they ate that much anyway. But, uh, but we still get every once in a while like a thing of ice cream for them or something like that. I, I don't feel like they should have to suffer just because no. their dad got crazy here, fat. Well, here's the thing. I believe this, and I, we, we need to get onto sports here in a minute, but if what they say in the Magic Pill documentary on Netflix, mm-hmm. if what they say is true, and I tend to believe it is, then we are poisoning our own children with sure. sugar and carbs. We are, and we're creating a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I have never been so aware of this as I have recently, in right. the last month, yeah. walking around and seeing obese. Now, listen, if you're obese, I want you to get healthy. Sure. I'm not picking on you. I'm not right. calling you names. Right. What I'm saying is I want you to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And sugar and carbs are poisoning us. Sure. And we are poisoning our own children. Mm-hmm. And I walk around Walmart or I walk around town or I go to my kids' ball games, and everybody's obese. Mm-hmm. I mean, 90% of our population is obese. This is not healthy. Right. And we are fattening up. Listen, if you take a cow that is grass-fed, mm-hmm. before they take it to market, oftentimes for a month, they'll grain feed it for a month right before they take it to market. Just to get it fat. Just to get it fat because yeah. they can get more out of it. Right. We are fattening our Americans up with mm-hmm. all this extra grain in our diet, right. all this extra sugar in mm-hmm. our diet. Yeah. And it's unacceptable. So I would say as a parent, more dad advice, that what I'm doing is we're eating healthy meals – yeah, and then I'll let them have a snack or a dessert, like a scoop of ice cream, or you know, in the afternoon I'll let them do this, or every once in a while we'll let them have a bowl of sh- sugar cereal. But uh, but as a general, the meals that we're having are very healthy. Yeah, but then I'll let them have you know a, a scoop yeah. of ice cream or something. I like mean, that. for me, it's still uh, you're an extreme personality. I am. I am an extreme personality. It's when you drink Coke, nobody drinks more. I'm, I'm the best Coke drinker there is. When you don't drink Coke, nobody drinks less. I haven't touched it since <laughs> I stopped. <laughs> no, That's who you are. I, I tend to be black and white. Yes. We do allow our kids to have special treats, but it's a special treat. It's right. not a daily thing. Sure. It's yeah. not. And I, I would feel like the worst parent in the world if I look at my kids 20, 30, 40 years old and see them living an unhealthy, obese Mm-hmm. sedentary lifestyle. Right. I, I just refuse. I can't live with that thought. Right. Because I, I feel like I will have failed as a parent. Right. So I just, I can't do it. Yeah. And so, you know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. We'll find out in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, but here's the thing. My other, my kids, they want to eat whatever I'm eating. That's, that's a good dad advice tagline. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. We'll find out in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody make a little quote, you know, like picture and, you know, that on the side. Um, no, but the truth is my kids always want to eat what I'm eating. Yeah. So if we all get separate things, you know, we've done this in the past, you know, I get my kids whatever they want. Pizza is a great situation. Yeah. Like back in the day, you know, the kids get cheese and pepperoni. That's all mm-hmm. they've ever wanted. But I'll get something weird like spinach, our spinach um, Alfredo pizza. Mm-hmm. And I'm eating it. All my kids are like, I want it. I want that. Can I have that? Can I have a piece? Like, yeah. no, this is mine. Sure. Lay off. Yeah. But they all want it because it's different. Right. And so with this keto thing, if I'm eating, Shelby and I are eating the good food, you know, and healthy and we like it, my kids are like, wait, what are you eating? I want that. Right. So we've kind of tricked them into thinking that way too. Yeah. So I don't know. It's working out. Hmm. 
All right. That was an extended dad advice. They're not normally that long, but no. uh, we had a lot to talk about. All right, Jason. Now, this is a podcast that's in the sports category. On iTunes, yes. On iTunes, you look it up. We are in the sports and recreation category. So let's talk about sports. It is, as we're sitting here, June 7th, 2018. So obviously, when you look at the calendar of sports, there's one thing that we have to talk about right now, and it's obvious. Don't you think so? Yeah, we're right in the heart of it. It's the most obvious well, not thing. The heart. We're in the final stages it's, of it. It's what? Wait a yeah. minute. We're obviously talking about the World NBA Cup. Finals. No, the what? Yeah, NBA Finals. It's I'll, June. I'm not really interested in that anymore. It's not really. Okay. As, as a co-host of an international sports podcast, mm-hmm. I don't understand why you don't have any interest in the NBA Finals. You have have you watched one of these NBA finals? <laughs> Just one game. Have you watched one? I watched all of the first two. And then last night, I was so hurt. I was so angry after the first game when JR did his thing and messed up. I was so angry. I couldn't go to sleep. Like when George Hill was shooting free throws, I was watching in my bed. I literally stood up and walked over underneath the TV that I have mounted on this, like the wall, and stood like two feet from it and stared at it while George Hill's shooting these free throws. Then JR did, and I, and then I got, and I, I couldn't go to sleep. I like got up and read for a while because I couldn't, I just was so angry because I knew like that was our game. Like we had to win that game. And I felt like the moment that happened, the series was over. I felt like if we'd have won that game, everything could have been different. Now, there's many, many, many people say the series doesn't start until the road team wins. Well, that's so happened. Golden State won there too. Last mm. night, Cleveland could have won that one. So you gave up before. I just it could was tell three. something happened with LeBron and, and JR. And some, something happened where LeBron, I, I don't know. It, it's just, it was such a punch in the gut. You know, like they had that game. That was their game. And to lose it like that, I just was like, and, and, and I mean, honestly, the Warriors are a better team than the Cavs. I mean, nobody would say that. Like, I was watching the game. I, I guess I watched a little bit of it last night. And Levi, my son, who likes soccer, was asking me questions about it. He's like, now, who are they? And why is Cleveland losing? And you know what I mean? Like, he was asking some <laughs> questions. Because he knows I love Cleveland, and he hears yeah. us talking about it and stuff, you know. And, um, and he said, but, you know, they have LeBron James, right? You know, and he's, like, the best, right? And I was like, yeah, he is. But he, I said, imagine it, like, I imagine like this. I said, I said, what would happen if you put Ronaldo on the U.S. men's national team? Would they win the World Cup? He's like, no way, absolutely not. You know, I said that's the situation LeBron James is in right now. He's great. He's the best player in the world, but he's on a team that is just, you know. I said he he's an A plus, and he's surrounded by like B minuses and Cs, and the other team has like. Three A's, a B plus, and a bunch of other like okay. uh, you know, and so as a team, they're just they're better than any like their their starting five is better than any starting five I've ever seen. Well, the top four, the fifth guy doesn't matter. The fifth guy doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying their starting five, like who they put out with Steph, Clay, Durant, Draymond, and probably Iguodala, I think is their best lineup when they do that. Um, I've never seen a lineup like that ever before. It's unstoppable. Okay. Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> Something happened last night that strengthens my point, my anti-LeBron point. 
Okay. Now, I know, listen, we've gone over this many, many, many times. And I'm not just going to bash LeBron. Okay. But something happened last night. Third quarter, might have been fourth quarter. Rodney Hood's out there. And he's actually doing okay. Yeah. And um, he goes up and he uh, drives, shoots a little floater, misses but gets fouled in the process. Right. He goes to the free throw line. And as he's going to the free throw line, it's it's the classic two or three calves go up and kind of give him the little side five. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you see LeBron walking towards half court. Like he's he's going to stand behind him. Mm-hmm. He walked right by Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood gave like a little side five to, I don't know, Larry Nance Jr. and somebody else. And you can see his eyes shift. It was actually to his right. Yeah. Shift to his right to look at LeBron quickly and then shift straight back very quickly. Like he was looking to see if LeBron was going to stretch his hand out to give him five. Mm-hmm. Something, I'm telling you right now, I don't care. And go back and watch it. I Anybody can find this. It was such a little tiny snapshot of the reason why I think LeBron is damaging to his own teammates. He is... Probably, and I, I know it hurts me to say this, but it, he's probably the best player on the court any given night. Last night, Kevin Durant did really, 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 really good. But LeBron James is very, very, very good. One of the best of all time. Yeah. Right? I'm willing to say that. He's one of the best of all time. Your teammates desire a response from you. Your teammates desire your... um appreciation for who they are you know some recognition for like hey that was a good drive you know and you got fouled you're gonna make these free throws a little side five he's not doing that with them you can say lebron on the court might make people around him better because he's a great passer and he does this and he does that i'm telling you there is there is a reason why big time free agents don't want to go to play with lebron it doesn't happen what if it happens this year I mean, because it's happened once, because Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh desperately wanted to play with LeBron. No, 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 no. Listen, LeBron left Cleveland. If they desperately wanted to play with him, why didn't they come to Cleveland? A, well, Le- Dwayne Wade's situ- uh, contract wasn't up. He wasn't renewing. Listen, there are ways around all of this. There are ways around all of this. The only time... The I honestly... Only, listen, the only time LeBron James has brought anybody to Cleveland when it was way past their prime. Shaq played in Cleveland. Do you remember that? Well, Shaq did. played in Cleveland. He was 37 years old. He brought Kevin Dwayne Love Wade to played in Cleveland. He was 37 years he old. He brought Kevin Love to Cleveland. Are you saying Kevin Love is, is a superstar in the NBA? He's an all-star. Okay. We're talking about building a superstar team. Why didn't Kevin Durant go to Cleveland? If Kevin Durant went to Cleveland, that'd be a super team. Because I... Do you want my – oh, so honestly, I really feel like Kevin Durant looks at LeBron as his rival in the way that they play and who they are, and I don't think he looked at Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green as a rival, more as like players that were unlike him that he could play with. I think Kevin Durant 
wants to beat the best, and everybody knows LeBron's the best. They did a still shot of everybody looking at LeBron doing that alley-oop thing to himself last night. You know, Did you see that play? Oh, yeah, it was great. I mean, and it's just everybody in the league knows LeBron's the best. Like Steve Kerr was saying, was, was, was saying his – listen, stop, stop, stop. I didn't say I, anything. Your face said everything. Everybody knows LeBron's the best. And I do think with some of these guys, like some competitive guys, I think that there is an element of like, I want to beat him, you know? And, and that's, I, I think that's, with Kevin Durant in particular, I don't think would be as happy to play with him as he would to try to beat him. And sure, if Kevin Durant joins a team that set the record for the most wins in a regular season without him, and then Kevin Durant joins that team, yeah, they're going to be unstoppable. You know, so it's just, it's like a cheat code. It's like they're playing, it's like when we play video games and you like stack a team. And, yeah, but and, still, Chris Paul had a chance to go. Why didn't he go? Go to Cleveland? Yeah. I no, don't, none of these, none of these guys want to go to Cleveland. That's none fine. of them. That's fine. Listen, LeBron, there is a problem with LeBron and I'm not talking about on the court. I'm talking about emotionally, um, Morally, spiritually, I, I don't. I don't morally. Even yes, all Listen. of these guys are smoking pot, and all of these guys are like cheating on their wives, and all of these guys they, they've been Listen. through like multiple situations. There is something... these guys are getting in trouble all the time. LeBron never gets in trouble. He's he's only done good things. Like you could say a lot of things. You could say maybe you could say he's he's a tough guy to play with. You know, you could say he drives his players, but you can't say you can't just throw out the word moral. Listen, I'm struggling for the word. I don't. That's know That's obvious it is. because you don't there know what you're talking something, about. Listen, there is something on the inside. LeBron hurt you, and you haven't been able to forgive him, and that's your problem. That's not LeBron's problem. You're hurt. No, no, you're no, hurt. My my hurt people hurt people. Jason hurt people. Hurt people. He hurts you, and now you want to hurt him on our international podcast. And I won't stand for it. You know what? What? Speaking of international podcasts, uh huh. As of two days ago, last time I checked, yeah, we have more international listens than we do domestic. Is that good? I don't know. <laughs> like the because there's a little map of the world, uh-huh. and yeah. you can look at the the state level or the world level. Sure. Europe is on fire for Lower Road Radio right now. <laughs> Does it concern you that there might be some people out there getting their opinion about what American? Americans are <laughs> by listening to us. I don't know. I, I mean, it's I not feel like accurate. I'm leading them down the right road. <laughs> just trying to just trying to help help out our fellow world Earthlings, make the world better. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I don't want to go down the LeBron thing. I, in fact, I got a text. Okay, listen. You, anybody, you need to go. Watch a replay of the game and watch that situation where Rodney Hood. So you tell me Jordan never did something like that. Jordan no, listen, was not. Jordan was not a good teammate. It doesn't matter. Jordan won championships. Went so six times. Won six championships. Oh my god! No, listen. The listen. There is something in LeBron's head, in his in his inside, mm-hmm. sure that intimidates those around him, and LeBron could absolutely lift up his teammates. Go give him a high five. Rodney See, Hood was looking for the approval. The Rodney level. Hood was looking for the approval of LeBron James and didn't get it. This is the level you stoop to because you don't have actual facts or statistics. So you have to create some sort of like weird scenarios that can't be disproven because they're just your opinion. No, it's and absolutely so- true. <laughs> Tony Kornheiser would say the exact same thing. <laughs> okay, all right. He would. Okay, sure. Bring and him on the show. I, I'd listen, love to. I've not lo- heard. I would one, love to talk to. I've him not about heard this. one analyst or anybody make. 
a reference to that single point. Yeah, because it's garbage. No, the reason it's true. Everybody's I doing hope. nothing but paying attention to LeBron. I... And the reason nobody has made that point is because you're making it up in your head. Because no. LeBron hurts you on the inside. There's a little child on the inside of you that's hurt. And that is covering up that wound and now is fighting back. Like a bully who gets bullied at home. So he's beating up the other kids for the lunch money. For the record, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. And we have, <laughs> we have not watched any sports or any commentary uh-huh. since the finals left yeah. four hours ago sure when it shut so off. you think they're gonna you think somebody's gonna mention that i hope they do nobody and will i, I hope it's, everybody it's i hope ridiculous. it blows up it's no, absolutely it's ridiculous. true it's absolutely true it's okay. true all right joe uh shoeless joe texted me this week and he wanted to know who my team was in the world cup you know who i'd be rooting for well I, our international podcast demands it right and so um i told him he's like you will you do a world cup preview i said of course we'll do a world cup preview of course um and i said but somehow it'll probably devolve into a lebron versus michael jordan discussion and look <laughs> it's already happened can we move on i'm not going to change your mind and you're not going to change my mind well, you didn't even watch the game, so I don't even know how you would know I watched this. some of the game. And no, I, no and you watched I like game. three minutes of the game. I watched the entire thing beginning to I end. I watched a lot of the first half, and then in the second half, my the wife and I— The problem with people like you <laughs> is this. I watch so much more basketball than you do. Are you kidding me? No. I watched the entire games. You watch highlights on Facebook. That's not this true. Is, no, this is the point. <laughs> oh, my God. The reason why LeBron's the best ever because he threw it off the backboard and dunked it. You know what? I watched the entire game. Mm-hmm. The best player last night was Kevin Durant. Without a doubt. All right. Dude, you, yeah, fine. You're the expert. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't watch any basketball. I just watch highlights on Facebook. You know, you got me. Okay. Nailed me. Thank All you. Right. I don't know what I'm talking about. I appreciate it. And by the way, my opinions are not my own. Like, by my... Like, Mine neither. Listen, there are Many a Many people lot, share my opinion. A lot of people that... It's not ridiculous, the things that I'm saying. Okay. World, can we move on to the World Cup? Please. Our international listeners demand it. Now, before we, um, we move on, I will give two podcast suggestions. A, if you're actually interested in gaining soccer knowledge. Tune into a different podcast. Listen to Men and Blazers. They just <laughs> dropped their World Cup preview. Men and Blazers is the best soccer podcast there is. Listen to Men and Blazers. They just dropped their World Cup preview. Is that our podcast spotlight of the week? No. Our podcast spotlight of the week is from Roger Bennett, who is one of the men in Blazers. He has his podcast. It's like an audio documentary. It's not like a podcast like two guys talking. It's an audio documentary, but it's a podcast. It's called American Fiasco. It's about the 1998 U.S. World Cup team. And, and, And really, it's about the U.S. soccer program as a whole from the very beginning. And what's wrong with it and things like – it's like, I don't know. I think they've dropped like six episodes and then there's more to come. It's so good. I'm telling you, I really think you would like it. Like it's really it's, – it's like a 30 for 30. Is it dramatized? Dramatized? Uh-huh. Dramatized? Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? Like you got like different voices of different people yeah. and they're acting stuff out? No, nobody's acting anything out. It's, it's interviews – and he's interviewing different people and talking to different people. But every once in a while, they'll play a clip of like, you know, like a, uh, you know, a call for a game. Oh, and he scores a goal or something like that as they're talking about it. There might be some music in the background to kind of like transition, stuff like that. It's really well done. Okay. But it's not dramatized or dramatized, as you would say. But uh, so, so with that out of the way, Jason, let's give the people what they want. Argentina. 
<laughs> our World Cup preview. So, is Argentina even in it? Here's Yes, they are in See, it. See, I love Argentina. I think they're... You know, anybody that plays for Ronaldo. Argentina. Oh, no. First of all, you murdered his name. You called him Ronaldo. Uh-huh. And Ronaldo yeah, actually Ron- plays for Portugal. Oh. So... Yeah. Who's the Argentina guy? Lionel Messi. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So here's what we're going to do. You and I, we're going to select two official Lowe Road Radio teams right now. Okay. One is going to be a team that could possibly win, one of the favorites. Um, and then one is going to be a long shot who we're rooting for as the underdog because you love an, everybody loves an underdog story, right? Yeah. So we're going to have an underdog and we're going to have a, a favorite that Are we're they seeded? Um, not How does that work. They're not. They play like a round robin. So and, yeah, and it's like a round robin tournament. Yeah. There are um, there's groups A through H. Okay, so those groups all play each other, and then they get into the field of sixteen after that. Okay, okay. so uh, there's four teams in every group. Is there like Vegas odds? Can we pick the top um, four or five teams? I mean, I could pull up the Vegas odds if you want. I'm just. I don't even know. I don't know any of this. Well, I mean, I can tell you who are some okay. of the favorite teams. That's fine. Okay. So um, as we're doing this, should we write this down and pick a winner of every group <laughs> just to see oh, if we gosh. get it right? Okay. All right. We'll do this quickly. Okay. Group, group A, Russia, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Uruguay. That is a trash group, by the way. I mean, that is like a trash group. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Egypt on this one. Well, do you know why Egypt would be a good pick? Yeah, because of um, Tom Minson. What's that? Tom Minson. He's their the Egyptian coach, right? Tom Minson. Uh huh. Are you are you making something up or are you? I'm making it up. Oh, okay. Well, because there, I believe that the Egyptian coach used to be. I think it was Bob Bradley for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying, uh, Bob Bradley. But I don't know that he's... Tom Minson might be the assistant coach. Okay. <sighs> wow. Uh, so, um, so there is a, a player for Liverpool who um, is awesome. He's a um, he's one of their strikers, and I think he scored. If he didn't score the most goals this year in the MLS, I mean, I'm sorry, in the pr- Premier League, then he was close. It was him or Harry Kane. I'm not exactly sure, but his name is Salah, Mohamed Salah, and he is awesome. He's kind of a little guy, kind of like yeah, Messi. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and he's an Egyptian, so you know that would be a reason to pick Egypt. Um, Can I say I'm very happy with our Tottenham? Yeah, I love Tottenham. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've watched one of the best I've watched a fair amount of made. Tottenham. Anytime mm-hmm. it's on, I mm-hmm. watch it. Uh, sports, uh, it's on NBC Sports Network. Yeah, so, um, so I'm familiar with some of these guys, okay. but I'm not sure. That's fine. Yeah, Group B. So. We could pick Egypt. I, I wrote it down. I would pick Russia because they're the home team. Uh, they're, mm. they're hosting the event. I didn't and even I, consider that. I think there's that. some juice from that. You know? yeah. and Russia's, they're paying off the refs. Yeah, absolutely. You know they're paying <laughs> off the refs. Do you want to switch it to Vladimir Russia? Vladimir Putin. Oh, yes. Okay. Russia's going to win. Even though they don't have the best player, which is Salah. All right, so we're going to pick Russia. Group B, Portugal, Spain, Morocco, Iran. Portugal. I would pick Spain. Okay. Okay. You'll be able to talk me out of any of these. I'm, this is just yeah. my gut reaction. Portugal has the best player, maybe in the world, definitely in the group. But Spain is much more balanced. All right, next group: uh, France, Australia, Peru, and Denmark. France. It's France. I mean, you could talk me into Denmark, but it's 
France. You, yeah. You could talk about it. Okay, Group D. Now, this is every year they have, or every World Cup finals, they have what's called the group of death because when these get, uh, I don't know, exactly, I mean, they try to keep them balanced, but there's always one group that's like, man, this group, nobody, I mean, like any of these teams could come out of it. Yeah. And this is this year. Well, how do they determine the groups? I'm not exactly sure. The World Cup, there's some sketchy things that happens in the World Cup. <laughs> well, that's why I'm wondering, why did Russia get put in the worst group? Well, exactly. they have the best chance of coming yeah, out. Yeah, who knows? Probably there was something to that. But either way, if you're the best team, you're going to win. So uh, Group D is the group of death. Argentina, Iceland, Croatia, Nigeria. Now, Argentina wins that, but those other teams are not messing around. And, th- I mean, they're all, like, legitimate soccer countries. Here's what I don't understand. Some of these countries, their population is very small. Iceland in particular, yeah. Iceland in particular, yes. Mm-hmm. That's the one I was thinking about. The population of New York City is greater than the whole country of Iceland. Yeah. How come we don't have a team? Because we don't care about soccer. Of the millions and millions of athletes in America. It's culture. Our, just, all you need is 11 guys. 11 we, we guys. We can't have 11 from 330 million people in this country? All our best, athletes, all our best athletes play other sports. <sighs> okay. And we don't have I, a soccer culture. It's just frustrating. Culture. I just feel like, like... telling you, you should listen to American Fiasco. Okay. It's really, really, really good. I know you're not going to, but you really should. So Argentina... Uh, is is definitely the winner out of that bracket. It's yeah. messy. Okay. So Group E, Brazil, Switzerland, Costa Rica, Serbia. Brazil. Yeah. I mean, they're probably – I can look up the, the uh, Vegas odds, but they're probably favored to – they probably have the best odds to win the tournament. Yeah. Um, so Group F, Germany, Mexico, Sweden, South Korea. That's not a – that's not an easy group, but Germany sails through fairly easily. And then uh, G, Belgium, Panama, Tunisia, England. Belgium. Belgium. Now, we'll root for England. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about that in a second. But yeah, Belgium is definitely the class of that league. And then finally, Group H, Poland, Senga- Senegal. I'm sorry. Senegal. Like, Senegal. I'm like, what? Senegal, Colombia, Japan. Colombia? Colombia or Poland? Um, is, it's tough. I, I, we'll pick Colombia. So who knows? We'll check this later. I will check this. I'm going to keep this. I'm going to okay. check to see if we got it right. But um, um, the best thing to do would be take a picture of it and put it on social media. Oh, that's a good idea. Well, then you'll have it because you're going to lose it. Yeah, you're right. So now we're going to pick the team that we're rooting for that has a good chance to win and the team that's kind of a long shot. Okay. Okay. So uh, of all of the teams that we picked, Russia, Spain, France, Argentina, Brazil, Germany, Belgium, Colombia, does one of those teams jump out to you? You say like, I, I could root for that team, that country. Um, I wouldn't mind France. Why is that? Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> so you just like the idea of France. I like the idea of France winning. You like the idea of France winning. Um, I, I would be rooting for Argentina because Messi's never won a World Cup, and he might be the greatest player. Like currently, he might be top five ever. He's really super fun to watch. There's this YouTube video called "Messi Doesn't Dive" or something like that. Basically, he's not a flopper. Like yeah. he he pushes through. Uh, he's so much fun to watch. He's so great, and I would like to see him win a World Cup. 
So I'm rooting for Argentina. Can 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 I convince you yeah. to make the official hour? I don't care. Argentina, and I love their. They have the powder blue kind of uniform. Yes. I love their uniforms, so they're very nice. I'm okay with that. So the team that we're rooting for that doesn't have a good chance to win, I think you've already mentioned them. England, England, come on! Because first of all, their their striker, the captain of the English team, is Harry Kane, who we love because he's from. Uh, Tottenham. He's the striker from Tottenham. So um, England is an interesting case because they are um, a soccer crazy culture. It would be like if we, if I mean this is impossible, but it, it would be like in twenty years if they had a World Cup of football, of like American football. Yeah, and we like couldn't even be top eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, imagine how crazy that would make everybody. Like, it would just make everybody in America crazy that we couldn't. And that's kind of like England, like, we invented this sport. This is our sport. The best league in the world plays here. I feel like a better comparison might be uh, basketball. Because the world has pretty good basketball. Right, yeah. Even though our basketball in this country is Yeah, it's dominant. Yeah, like when we sent teams to the Olympics that weren't our best players and we lost, like everybody went nuts. Like we can't do this. Yeah. Except just imagine that our very best of the best still weren't getting like top eight yeah. even in the in the world. Like yeah. it would drive us crazy. Right. And that's what's happening in England right now. And it's been happening for the last 30 so years. There was a time. When's when the last time England's won the World Cup? Uh, I think it was like 60s. I think it was the so 60s. It's been a while. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely been a while. So there was a time when they were dominant. They were probably like the dominant team with, you know, a couple others. But um, Is World Cup every four years? Every four years. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should just time it up with the Olympics. Just let's implement World Cup and Olympics at the same time. I don't think so. Well, there's also soccer in the Olympics. That's just a lot. I, I like them spread out. I like to have something to look forward to every summer. You don't, okay. You don't like that? I don't know. You don't care about this. Are you going to watch any World Cup? Um, if it's on TV and like a rerun of Murder, She Wrote was on at the same time, mm-hmm. I'll probably watch Murder, She Wrote. Um, if there's nothing else on, I'll watch it. I don't care. I mean, I'll watch it. Yeah. But I, I don't care. Hmm. All right. Having said that, though, I did tell my wife last night. Yeah, I would like to watch more soccer. We, it's, well, you have a fabulous opportunity. The World Cup, the the gem of all soccer tournaments, is about ready to happen. Like you should totally watch it. You got me convinced. Angela Ansberry could take the back seat. How good of a soccer player would she have been? Like Come in on. her prime? Oh, are you my kidding? Gosh. Like she would have known like three moves ahead what the other team was going to do. Like, that would be her strength. Yeah. Right? Don't you think? Yeah. What, what, what's the, the line? The best basketball player makes the pass to the guy who makes the assist That's to Angela score? Lansbury. That's she's, Angela Lansbury. Yeah, absolutely. They she's, the, she's the point guard of this World Cup team. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. That is our World Cup preview. Argentina and England. Argentina is our official pick to win. Our, we, our pick, the, 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 be, the team that has the best... One of the teams that have a good chance to win, who we're rooting for? Argentina. Argentina, right? England. Now, if you're asking me to pick who I think is going to win, I think I would pick Germany. But if you're asking me who has a chance to win, who I want to win, I would say Argentina. Although we're rooting for England above all. Above all, we're rooting for England. So if, like, if England and Argentina make it to the final against each other, I don't yeah. even know if that's possible. But if they make it to the final against each other, I'd be rooting for England. Absolutely. If England... 
and the United States were both in it. Uh huh. Who would you root for? Oh, United States. Okay. Just checking your loyalty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd want them to both go as far as possible, but yeah, it's the U.S. soccer. U.S. soccer gets me more excited than almost anything because it is, of all of the things in my life that I root for, it is the most underdog thing that I root for. Like, even the Reds, who they stink, they're still a professional baseball team. Yeah. So at the end of the day, they're still, they still have an opportunity to bring in, like, they just got the number one draft pick. Yeah, And they picked a guy, by the way, that I was looking earlier, like the top 10 uh, draft picks, who they thought they were going to be. They didn't even pick one of those guys. So they picked somebody who, I don't know. Anyway, but the Reds, they will be good again. That's, that's going to happen. There will be a day when I the Reds so. are good again. They're a professional team. They're one of only 32 Major League Baseball teams. Yeah. They are, they're playing from the same pool that everybody else has to play from. You know, they're, they will, they're sharing revenue. They will be good again. The United States... They don't have to ever be good. There's no. There's nothing that that you they will be. You wow. I I don't know. Soccer is a growing sport. S- yes, it and is. football is declining. I know. That's the way I like it. I love soccer. So that being said, I get more excited about U.S. soccer than I do about anything else. Like the thought of the U.S. in my lifetime, like in my lifetime, winning a World Cup, would be like the greatest sports thing. Like if I could just pick one thing. If the re- for the rest of my life, all the teams I root for, Ohio State, the Reds, the Cavs, the Bengals, U.S. soccer. Like, if I could just pick one of those teams to win it all, it would be U.S. soccer. Of all the teams, who would you want to face in the final to have U.S. beat this other team? Oh, like it just that it feels right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the, the USA-England, although England might not be a favorite in any capacity, but like, wouldn't that be a huge event? It would be. I, I would say that For teams, America, the that two, would be a huge event. And for, for England, for I think— For the sake of U.S. soccer, the, the, the two teams that I would pick, like I'd pick Brazil or Germany. Those would be the two teams that I would pick because that would be a legit— opponent. On an international scale, everybody yeah. across the world would say they legit— yeah, and the whole Germany thing, there'd be a little bit of a because we the U.S. hired and then fired Jurgen Klinsmann. They had him for like I don't know four years or something like that, yeah. and he's a German. And I, by the way, I like Jurgen Klinsmann. I don't know that they made the right decision to get rid of him, but um, but there would be a little bit of a like, yeah, we know better. Like you try to institute your German ideas of how to play soccer into U.S., but now we're gonna you know beat Germany. There would be something kind of cool there, but uh, I would say Brazil, Germany, Spain. You know, those would be the ones that, that you would feel like, yeah, that was a legit win. But winning the World Cup, it doesn't matter who you beat. It's, you win the World Cup, you win the World Cup. It's like a gold medal. So. Okay. All right, so there's our World Cup preview. So the only thing left that we really have to do, Jason, is to uh, do our Netflix suggestions of the week. I've got two soccer stories. Oh, you got two soccer stories. Okay, good. These are personal stories. Okay. Um, I wrote them down. We were going to talk soccer like a month ago, and it never happened. Um, but, uh, I have a Brandy Chastain story. Not many people do. Let's hear it. Uh, when I was going to school, college, uh, I was working at a hotel. That was a sweet gig. It was a sweet gig. It was from nine o'clock at night till seven in the morning. Uh huh. Uh, security. Yeah. And nothing ever happened. Yeah. I mean, you, when you said the word security, you did air quotes. So, you know, like that's, I mean, security (laughs) slash ZZZ. Sure. Uh You know, little shut eye in the middle of the night. You could do all of your homework. Oh, it was great. It was the the best job. Because you could just bring your stuff there and 
if I, I had a real job, there was no way I could do homework. I, mean, I, I, was, I got paid. Well, it was a real job. <laughs> I had a job where I had to work nonstop when I was there, and then I had to do my homework when I wasn't working. You got to double up. That was nice. It was great. Yeah. So I was security at this hotel. Mm-hmm. This hotel had a bar. Um, the World Cup, or not the World Cup, but the international, the USA women's soccer team yeah. played an event in Tulsa. Yeah. And um, Brandy Chastain, this was coming off of her, um, she had a big score, big sure, goal yeah, or when something. When the women won the World Cup, right. she scored a penalty kick and then she ripped off her shirt in celebration and it's been like, you know, iconic. Iconic, right. People know who she is. She just got inducted to the Women's Soccer Hall of Fame or whatever. the worst uh, bust ever. Ever. It yeah. was awful. It, it looked like... Uh, Mickey Rooney? Like an old man. It yeah, looked like I mean, an old it was man. weird. They said they're going to redo it. It was awful. It was horrible. It was awful. So Anyways, Brandy Chastain is staying in your hotel. She's staying in the hotel along with the women's USA soccer team. And they're all in the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, two o'clock in the morning. The bar, legally, the bar has to close and shut down. Sure it does. That's your job. Yeah. Wake up, Jason. It's time to shut the bar down. I've never, never have had any problems with any of those people. Right. Hey, guys. Sorry, it's 2 o'clock. Got to call it a night. You know? Okay. It, All right. It's, we got to close up. So, okay. All right. Thanks. Well, Brandy Chastain refused to leave. Really? Yeah. She mm. was throwing a fit. Really? Yeah. And she pulled the card, don't you know who I am? She said, don't you know who I yeah. am? And what was your response? I don't care. You said, I don't care? Yeah, I don't care who you are. <laughs> we got to close. <laughs> There's no option here. Wow. It has to happen. Wow. You got a don't you know who I am from Brandy Chastain. Not everybody gets that. What an honor. It was an honor. So you got her out of there. She might have had one too many. Probably. So, Sounds like it. You know, Anytime you're in the bar at 2 in the morning, you, know, <laughs> you probably weren't sipping on one gin and tonic all night. Yeah. So you know, she, uh, she might not even remember that whole thing. <laughs> you do. I remember it. Mm. If it was, like, let's say hypothetically it was Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, and like it was the dream team. Yeah. Staying in our hotel. Yeah. You know, mid-90s. Okay. And the bar would have stayed open all night. You know it. Absolutely. Yeah. You're not going to tell Chuck to close it down for the night. Round, mound, rebound. Deal me in, Chuck. That's what I want. Yeah. I I mean, here are my car keys. (laughs) 1981 Honda Civic. I'm all in. Yeah. But Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley. Not Brandy Chastain. Mia Hamm, Brandy Chastain. Who wins? Come on. Although Mia Hamm is married to Nomar Garcia-Para, so there's that. Nomar. Nomar. So that's one soccer story. That's a good one. It's a good one. I, I've not really had a reason to tell it. Mm-hmm. Feel good? Get it off your chest? It does. Well, I was yeah. going to mention a couple weeks ago when she was inducted and she had the horrible yeah. sculpture of her face that doesn't even look like anybody in real life. I do feel bad for her. It looks awful. I was going to tell and she that- had to stand by it and smile oh, like yeah. it was okay. Yeah. And what we know about Brandy Chastain is she's the kind of person that will drop a don't you know who I am in the middle of a Marriott hotel at 2 in the morning in Tulsa. <laughs> so she was not happy about that. No, she was not. She could not have been. Um, another, this is a, another personal story. I just, it was so, so funny. So my son, uh, five years old, playing soccer. Um, and this is age groups four and five, I believe. So, yeah. I mean, it's little guys. Sure. Just a blob of kids running just around. Just a blob of kids running around. And his team had not won a game all year. Last game of the year is just this past Saturday. They were close. The game was tied. 
And their coach, um, I would not say is the greatest. I'm sure he understands soccer mm-hmm. because, you know, he, he looked like he could well, play. Well, he knows more than you do. He knows more than I do. I'm mm-hmm. okay with this. But um, his patience level with four- and five-year-olds were, was, was really, really not there. He was doing it just because I feel like nobody else could coach him. Mm-hmm. And um, he's yelling at the kids in the third quarter. <laughs> they were playing four quarters. In the yeah. third quarter, he's yelling at the kids, run, you guys got to run. Yeah. They're all just kind of, you know, sure. doing their best. Yeah. And his son, who is almost as slow as my son, yeah. <laughs> the slowest kid on the team, is trying his hardest – and in all sincerity, when his dad is yelling, run, in all sincerity, this little kid goes, Daddy, I'm running as fast as I can. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, gosh. That's He's so like sad. laying in these four- and five-year-old kids. Yeah. I'm like, dude, it's fine. Hey, it's you know what? Do they get a snack after the game? Yeah. Because if they do, they're going to have fun. Yeah. The biggest thing about this whole day is what is the snack going to be? Right. Are yeah. they going to get the little Rice Krispie treats in the blue little foil yeah. bag? Because yeah. if they do, that's a win. And the kid whose parents have brought the snack, it's such an honor. Like, he's oh. so happy. The kid to, is, like, bring, ushering over yeah, all of come, his friends. Uh, I have the snack Oh, today. do you want a second one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. look, I've got high C mm-hmm. juice right. boxes and, and Rice And he Krispie always treats. has, like, a, a little brother or sister that's just hoping they're oh, not yeah. all gone so There's they can There's little the kids that hover around the snack. <laughs> Just hoping like that there's going to be some on leftovers. a carcass in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting for the lions to get done yeah. to see if they'll have a chance. But that that line, Daddy, I'm running as fast as my as I can. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's I felt the, bad. That's the coach's job. You know, they they're giving 100. percent It's his job to give them, make him give 110. The, the the kid was doing 110. <laughs> that was the whole problem. He was running as fast as he could. <laughs> okay. All right, what is, your, what is your Netflix suggestion of the week? My Netflix suggestion of the week is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Ooh, so is mine. Uh, really? Well, now, I try really, really hard because I hope one day Netflix is a sponsor. Yeah. But I would be easily swayed to say Amazon Prime. Hulu. It would mess up our Netflix suggestion of the Crackle. week. Crackle. I don't care I don't what care. it is. Like, anybody who wants to do it is fine. YouTube. Um, this is Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. The best of the Three Stooges. Okay. I love the Three Stooges. Sure. Okay, real quick. Mount Rushmore of the Three Stooges. <laughs> Larry, <laughs> Moe, Curly, Shemp. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, here, here's my only problem. They put it in color. Oh, that's no good. They went back and colorized yeah. it. Can't do it. Keep it in black and white. It's a huge what mistake. What are you doing? Well, I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. Black and white is the way to go. Absolutely. Three Stooges, black and white. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. But you know what? I still love it. I love the Three Stooges. I have very fond memories of being five, six, seven, eight years old, mm-hmm. watching Three Stooges, Saturday morning, dad making pancakes, Yep. the whole thing. It was the best. Absolutely. It's the best. I love it. All right. Now, I'm going to try to get my kids to watch it. It'll be my, hard. My I've- wife hates the three i mean I, she hates the three i'm stooges. in the same stage i'm you the same hate the three I'm, stooges? No, no 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 my wife hates them. oh okay and uh i've tried to get my kids to watch it but because she's not behind it they're like dad what is this i mean they're just hitting well, each other levi that's i don't see levi ever watching three stooges yeah. and then you've got girls yeah now i've got little boys so do you really want your boys to uh, copy that behavior? well they do it now anyways <laughs> that's a good point i think i think they would find it funny 
It's it's not a bad thing to kind of put on in the background while you're making pancakes. You know, it's a great Saturday it's, morning. It's it's not. I'm never going to get locked into a Three Stooges episode. You know, and there's just been like, a couple I've been tempted. Yeah, the Frankenstein one. I think. Are you thinking Abbott and Costello? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now I love Abbott and Costello. I like I, Abbott and Costello are better than listen the Three because it's in, in intellectual humor in right. a large part. That mm-hmm. play on words and yeah. Yeah. who's on first? I mean, right. come on. What are we talking about? Come on. It's the about? best. So uh, before I get my Netflix suggestion of the week, I got to tell you, we're going to have to cut it out short. Because the th- one thing about the keto diet is you have a bowel movement about once every five, five days. days. Yeah, It's been about five days for me, and uh, the clock is ticking. And uh, <laughs> my body is sending me signals that I'm about ready to lose some weight. So uh, my Netflix suggestion of the week is found on Amazon Prime. It's a BBC show. Um, placed like in the 50s, uh, about a vicar who teams up with a, um, a detective to solve murders. So uh, it's pretty good. It's called Grandchester. Uh, we've watched like two seasons of it. My wife really likes it. Uh, the vicar, not too bad to look at, uh, if I must say. He's a handsome fellow. Um, and uh, anyway... Um, <laughs> I, so I'm wondering if that's why she likes it, is, is what I'm oh, saying. Oh, okay. Know? I mean, you're talking from her perspective, not your own. Well, I mean, I can say uh, there's, you know, I have no problem saying that there's a good-looking man, that recognizing that. Brad Pitt, good-looking guy. George Clooney. Handsome. Mount Rushmore of handsome men. Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Paul Newman, Steve McQueen. Done. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're talking in their primes or older? Because Listen, I feel like men age well, yeah. and the older version is often probably slightly more handsome than the younger one. I totally agreed. As a guy who's aging myself, I hope that's the case with me. <laughs> <laughs> Was I too quick with that list? Like I you, thought about you, it. No, you have this. You've, you've given thought to this already. So I w- used to work construction, and um, <laughs> we, there were like five or six of us, you know. And, you know, guys that work construction are super macho sometimes. They're and like, you know, from a different, cut from a different cloth. And, but three or four of us weren't quite like that. And we were talking about, like, who's your man crush? You know what I mean? <laughs> and, this, and this one guy, this one guy, um, he refused to join in. Like, he refused to join in. We were all, like, the one guy was, like, Will Smith. The other guy, I think I was Paul Newman. You know what I mean? Like, we were all, you know. And he refused. He just wouldn't do it. And we just were, like, hammering him all day. We're yeah. like, come on, man. Like, it's okay. You know what I mean? We're like, right. I'm not saying you want to kiss him. You know what I mean? He's just like, you know. But maybe you do. <laughs> and finally, oh, it was amazing. And all of us... It finally, he's like, okay, I don't know, like Matthew McConaughey. And we all <laughs> lost it. We're like, whoa! <laughs> like, no, man, you picked one that's way too pretty. <laughs> and he was so mad and, like, so embarrassed. It was so well, that's funny. That's the only response you guys can give. It doesn't matter who oh, it, it doesn't is at matter. That point. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're like, you yeah. were holding that in all day. <laughs> I mean, we all went the handsome route. You went the pretty route. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, my gosh. And he was so mad that he, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And when he finally, oh, my gosh. It was just, and he's. <laughs> That's pretty uh, great. But I had no problem uh, Listen, saying that there's a good looking Steve man. McQueen is a very cool guy. Yeah, he's cool. The coolest. Yeah. 
Paul Newman, pretty cool too. I think Paul I think Newman's... there's more involved with mm-hmm. attractiveness than just the physical appearance, especially with men. How do you handle yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paul Newman. He's the cool. If I could be like Cool Paul, and Luke. If I could be like Paul Newman, forget about it. Like he has his own line of. If I could have that kind dressing. of confidence about anything, <laughs> at any time, in a moment of my life, I would be thrilled. Yeah, I'm just full of self doubt. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else? No, I don't have anything else, and I have got to go. So this is Dan. Signing off for Jason. Reminding you to always keep your stick on the ice and never wear the blue sweats. Jokes, no time for that. Three in the morning, on my mind, and I know that it's time to go. There was a time you were by my side, don't see you around no more. Three in the morning, on my mind, and I know that it's time to go. Oh no, oh no. Just saying how I feel, that's called honesty Cause honestly, I'm mostly honest, only on a beat That's the truth In real life, the truth is an oddity yeah. Your word is your bond, just like Connery yeah. I'm airing it out, just like lingerie Cause like Halloween, it's been haunting me yeah. I'm on a budget, tight economy yeah. I know the rules, ain't no law degree nah. Ain't no preacher, ain't no prophecy nah. Ain't no teleprompter prompting me nope. Ain't no returns, that's my policy yeah. So if you leave, don't be calling me Don't call nope. If you do agree just like Instagram, you should follow me. New York state of mind, that's just where I'm at. Los Angeles to Tokyo, that's where I'm at. If you ain't feeling me, see now I'm fine with that. On my wall, ain't got no time for that. Three in the morning, all on my mind, and I know that it's time to go. There was a time you were by my side, don't see you around no more. Three in the morning, all on my mind, and I know that it's time to go. Oh no, oh no.